Sports. So whether a new career for you, the individual, or needing training for your entire crew, call us at 318-330-9000 or find us at rhtcinc.com, 318-330-9000 or find us at rhtcinc.com. This hour of the Sports Company is brought to you by Dax Wings and Grill, where you and the gang can watch all the games on walls of TVs. On the corner of Old Minden Road and Benton Road in Bossier City on Forsyth and Monroe and 1935 Southern Loop in Shreveport, which has 65 beers on tap. club at the pub wherever you hang out the sports you talk about is right here sports talk 97.7 politics sports obviously sports but super bowl food culture conspiracies we had a hell of a three-hour show today if i may say so myself and pretty much touched it all didn't i feel like i learned a lot I'm, I'm I'm glad I was able to educate you on a little. little. Let me ask you this. One though. more okay. question. Okay, since since you brought up what would what would I have at a family reunion or you know cookout type thing? Yes. I'm a, I'm gonna ask you this. Yes. There is a snack that might be present at them that I want to know if you've ever had. Okay. A Kool Aid pickle. That's not real. Yeah, brother. Kool-Aid I've had Kool Aid and a pickle. No, not no. together. No, like Kool Aid pickle. So basically, you get. Kool-Aid and yes. you soak pickles in Kool-Aid. Why would you do that? And it becomes Kool-Aid flavored pickle. Oh, you no, need, I, I, I don't know. You need to try that, bro. No, I don't know about you need, that. That's not real. You're not, you're, now you're messing with me. I'm telling you, brother. That, and look, right. look, and it's expanded to pineapples and a whole bunch of different other things after pickles. Like Kool-Aid pineapples is where it's at now. Kool-Aid pineapples? Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. It's... It's, it's well, I'm pretty sure they're going to pick up on this on Bleed Tech Blue next. Uh, what's up, BC? <laughs> Tell us what's on the uh, the last edition of Bleed Tech Blue for the year, which yeah, is depressing. Final show of the season. Uh, I think Beck's a happy about it. I'm kind of sad about it. I feel like we've kind of found our groove with some of these in-studio guests. But uh, we'll yeah, take the, the groove will be there in August. It, it, we ain't hey, going no, nobody says you have to go. I mean, we can. So is this is this room. Beck's bye week? Uh, I'm about to take a bye. Hold on, bye wait, 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 wait. Spring and summer. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Beck took a bye this year. He didn't. Well, give him a lot of credit. Yeah. So maybe hey. you have to retire that name. You know why? Because Tech had something to be miserable about this year, so he had to be there. It makes for good radio, Sean. We always yeah, say. It. Trust me, I, I know a thing or two about bad radio, Beck. Trust me. <laughs> so you need to take no. your bye week next year, Beck, so Tech can do a little better and uh, have a little better yeah, record. That's what I'm saying. I took a few last year. We or with Skips last year, and we had the same. You're picking up what I'm putting down. That's yeah. like a Kool Aid pickle, my friend. Yes. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so big show for tonight. We got we'll take a look back. Twenty twenty three uh signing classes in the books. Uh best class ever according to Rivals. Uh so good for Sonny Cumbie and his ever. staff. Yep, ever yep. in the Rivals era. So uh good on Louisiana Tech for that. We'll uh take a look at the twenty twenty three baseball schedule. Uh, also got a Darius Myers coming in, tech outfielder. Uh was named a team captain on Friday night as well. So interested oh, to hear from him. Baller. Well, hell of a last show. You guys had a great year. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks appreciate for doing it. what y'all did. Even you, Beck. For John Tabor, <laughs> for BC, for Beck, for Ant. Great show today, Fox. It'll be tough to beat today, but we'll give it hell tomorrow at 3 o'clock. We'll see you. This has been the Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977.
injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed at Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hedge, John Terror, Sports Talk 97.7, final show of season 15. We've been with you since the middle of August. We've taken you up through National Signing Day this past Wednesday. Uh, appreciate you joining us tonight. Of course, want to thank our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank. You can get us on the O'Neill Gas Hotline or Text Line, Triple Eight. 993-7762. Beck Hanks, good to see you tonight. Good to be here, BC. What changed in the last week oh, for your boy? Yeah. Congrats to Ben. He had his third kid. Finally got a boy. Yep. Finally, Saturday morning, 12.52 a.m. Hey, shout out to Shep for uh, Shep making sure he didn't, Dad didn't miss radio. Yeah, you know, I kind of thought about that over the last few weeks. Had Nick Brown lined up to host Bleed Tech Blue Radio uh, in the case that I was going to be out. But uh, Shep kind of understands the demands of the job. He sure does. Shows yep. the right time to come. And uh, kind of getting adjusted, you know, going from two to three. Uh, you're kind of outnumbered in the old kid department now. Yeah, playing a little zone defense, as they say. If you're keeping up with Ben and I, we both had two girls, and now we both got a boy this year. Yeah, it's been pretty. It's been a good year. Yeah, we kind of do year. things the same way. Yeah, no, I mean, come on. Can't blame us. Though. Nope. Uh, got a lot to get into tonight. I guess we'll start first. Uh, let's start with football, then we'll kind of transition into some other talking points tonight. Uh, I mentioned the National Signing Day uh, was last Wednesday, and obviously the late, the late signing period uh, has lost a lot of its luster over the years now that we've gotten this uh, two separate signing days, middle of December, and then, of course, still the, the first Wednesday in February. But uh, it was a big day for Sonny Cumbie and his staff, and uh, they signed the highest-rated recruiting class the Louisiana Tech has ever signed in the Rivals era. Of course, us at BleedTechBlue.com, uh, we are a member of the Rivals Network. So uh, it's a class that's ranked 70th nationally. Uh, I believe it was the fifth-ranked G5 class in the country. Uh, all that after coming off back-to-back three and nine years. Like, I, I said this last week, and I'll say it again, like, Sonny Cumbie and his staff, like, they deserve a tremendous amount of credit for what they did on the recruiting trail. And, listen, it'll be two, three, four years down the road before we figure out how good this class really is. But to recruit at the level that they seemingly did, uh, they deserve a, a lot of credit, like I said, because long way to go to get this program back to where you want it to be. What's encouraging to me is I feel like it – it, it kind of solidifies what, what we want to believe about Tech, that it's a place that that you can get transfer guys, yep. and uh, whether it be their fourth, fifth year, that that want that are good ball players that want to come here and have a an immediate impact. So to me, like I'm glad to see we haven't lost that uh, with the change of the, of the coaching staff. Uh, I mean, to get some of the guys we got in high school is great. To get some of the transfers we got, we're really excited about. 
But again, it just reinforces to me that, that tech is a place that that even if you have two, three, and nine seasons, like we've Still had, desirable. yeah, we've had some success, and and I don't want to be the guy that's like, well, you know, we we went to whatever six, seven bowl games in a row, like you you like to say, but that that I think this could be a product of that for sure. And I think the whole, the question is, you know, how significant is it when it comes to a ratings or ranking standpoint? And I don't know. Like we we've talked at nauseum for years now of, about the transfer portal. Like I don't think you really know, or. I'll take it a step further. I don't know that it really matters how highly ranked your class is because so many guys do end up transferring in and out all the time. And so, but at the same time, it gets your program a lot of positive public publicity. There you go. Uh, We saw rivals kind of, uh, you know, gave Tech their credit across social media, which I thought was great for the program. And so, uh, I just wanted to start the show saying Sonny Comey did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't take that away from him. And like you said, the transfers don't factor into these rankings. But when you add in a Hank Bachmeyer, you add in a Squirrel Williams, you add in uh, a Dakota Crawford and some of these guys that they've added, there is reason for optimism when you look ahead to 2023. I, I really do believe that. And I, I even made the point, too, you hate to lose a guy like Trey Harris, and none of us – you know, wanted Trey Harris to leave. At the same time, I think you add a guy like Hank Bachmeyer at quarterback, it's probably a net positive because quarterback's just that important. Like, as good as Trey Harris was, there were times that he was limited due to some of the quarterback play. And so I think you add Hank Bachmeyer into the equation. It's too early to say this, but, like, Tech's got to be a bowl team in 2023. And I think Cumbie and his staff understand that. Well, I think what's maybe more important is that this is what had to happen in the offseason yeah. to, to to keep the excitement from fans, to keep uh, the energy up for Tech football. Two, three, and nine seasons can be detrimental for a lot of programs. Oh, huge. But this is exactly what had to happen. And we the, the rankings are the rankings, you yeah. know. And we, we, we picked those apart um, regardless – they're, they're based on some merit. Yeah. These guys are talented players. You got a guy like Hank. Oh, we've, he's played a lot of football. Yeah. And he's been successful. Yep. And that's what we like to see. Last year, we had some guys that hadn't played a lot of football. Well, and two, I'll add in this. like, And I think we probably have compared Hank Bachmeyer to Jeff Driscoll too often because I don't know if that's a fair comparison. Like, Jeff Driscoll was his own player and he was special in his own ways and he already had his success at Louisiana Tech. But. If you remember back to when Driscoll was brought in here, like there were question marks. Is like, is this guy going to be our starter? Like, is Driscoll really with how it ended at Florida? It was like, is he good enough to there be was, our starter? Yeah, because he didn't have a great success yeah, at Florida. Finish. And right. like Hank finished similarly to that, but at the same time, it's like all he right. started good. Yeah, he started eleven and one in his first twelve starts. He's twenty and nine overall. Like, like you said, the experience speaks for itself, and he's won over sixty five percent of his games. Like. He's your starting quarterback coming in the spring, going into the summer, going into the fall. And like I said, like Sonny Combe and his staff to land Hank Bachmeyer, to land these 21 high school commitments, tremendous job on the recruiting trail. Let's transition. Um, You want to go basketball? There's not a whole lot to talk about basketball-wise. We'll hit on that in the first segment, then we'll get into baseball. Uh, Obviously, I think that's kind of what everybody has turned their attention towards uh, and that's not to take away what Talvin Hester and Brooks Store are doing with their respective squads, but Lane Burroughs' team, back-to-back regionals, they're going to have a lot of publicity starting the year. Got a chance to talk with Josh Taylor 
uh, Louisiana Tech softball coach as well today. So we'll get into that here in a second. Basketball-wise, home game last week for the Dunkin' Dogs. Dunk, jump out to a 24-point first-half lead against Rice. That lead is erased in the second half. Rice takes a – I think they took a 55-54 lead. Also took a 66-64 lead. And one thing we haven't seen from this Tech team, when they've blown leads at different points throughout the year – it's kind of put them behind the eight ball to where they didn't really finish in the strongest ways. We saw it against UAB uh, back on January 14th in the Thomas Assembly Center. This team bounced back. They find a way to pull out an 80-72 to 72 win. Kobe Williams has 20 points. Isaiah Crawford was tremendous down the stretch. Uh, Caleb Stewart was really strong off the bench for a second straight game. He scored 17 points in 29 minutes of play. But, Beck, I want to ask you this. Did you hear how that puppy finished on Thursday night? I did not. Um, depending on the book that you used, uh, Tech was a five, four and a half, five, five and a half point favorite. If you're at the betting type. Okay. Uh, like I said, Tech had kind of taken control of the game in the final minute. They're leading 76, 72. Uh, we see opponents drive down the floor, pull up for an open three, don't hit it, game over. Correct? Correct. Uh, so when it was 74, 72, let me rewind real quick. Rice had the basketball. Trayvon Mangum takes a charge, obviously going the other way. Mangum hits two free throws, 76-72. Rice drives back down, seven seconds left, miss a three. Game's going to end, correct? Correct. Nope. Scott Perra, uh, the clown that he is. He is the clown of college basketball when it comes to coaching. Like, he is an absolute moron on the sidelines. He picks up a double tech. With .8 seconds remaining in the ball game, Tech leading by four. Rice had the cover at this point. So if you had Tech minus five and a half, minus four and a half, you were pretty happy with the double Tech. Kobe Williams goes to the other end, hits four straight free throws. Tech wins by eight. Wow. I, I didn't watch Scott Van Pelt later that night, but had to be on bad beats. Do you know anybody that maybe took Rice plus five and a half? Uh, possibly yours truly. Hmm. Bad beat. Uh, but, hey, that's why you don't make money in the old uh, betting game. Hey, college be- – listen, there's people out there that probably do it. It is impossible to make money on college basketball. you got so many different leagues that the rank – the number – I mean, you'll have, you'll have an unranked team playing against a number one team, and the they'll unranked team will be favorited by six points, and then they'll <laughs> beat them by 12. And I'm like – I mean, anybody looking at that going, number one team, that is – I mean – Purdue got me the other night. They got me good. Against Indiana. Yes. Oh, it wasn't even it. close. It was never close. Nah, Purdue nah. ranked number one. Indiana unranked. Should have known. Indiana's got a movie made after him. And I went and <laughs> bet on the Boilermakers, the fighting Drew Breeses, and I got absolutely hammered. It yeah. I mean, the first five minutes of the game, the bet was over. I got to tell you, I like that. Did you see Purdue center, though? I love that guy. All seven, four of them. Yeah, he was awesome. Looks like he, Yao Ming out he, there. He, he might as well have had two by fours on his hands. Every time he touched the ball, he turned it over. <laughs> hey, no, I agree with you. College basketball is a tough. Don't stay away. Tough betting stay scene. Stay away. Uh, Duncan Dawes with the win over Rice now thirteen and ten overall, six and six in conference play. Uh, they're in a tie for fifth place. To actually, hold that tiebreaker over Rice. So if the conference USA tournament started tonight, it don't. Uh, they'd have a first round bye. Uh, they'll be on the road this week. Long trip to Miami Thursday night, six p.m. tip against FIU. Uh, then I believe a 1 p.m. tip Saturday afternoon against FAU, the old 
uh, fighting Dusty Mays, now 22-2 and two overall. Yeah, they're looking all right. Yeah, they lost to UAB on Saturday, so maybe they're a little vulnerable. Maybe. Actually, think, or they're about to be able they to bounce won, back. I think they lost last Thursday one on Saturday. Okay, same, way. same deal. Uh, Lady Texas. You know Dusty May wants to win that game. You think he's still oh, – You think that's still It might not him. even be bitterness. It might be. But I just think, man, if, if any – even if you departed Would well, he even still be here? No. Okay. But I'm just saying, you like, you kind of wanted to know, like, hey, I'm doing fine without you, you know? 22-2, and two and I'm about to – about that. He must miss Squire Creek. You uh, you flew all the way over here to get your butt whooped. Like, he, he must he, miss Squire you Creek. You think he does? Possibly if he's a golfer. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Miami doesn't have any nice golf courses. He's in Boca. Boca probably has yeah. nice golf courses. Uh, FAU's really good. They're a really challenge. Number one scoring bench in the country. Over I kind of love that. Points a game. That's a fun team to watch. Yeah, their leading scorer is a uh, bench player. So. I think they I mean, have, he's, he, you know, he's calling his parents like, Mom, I don't know what else to do. I'm like leading scoring every night, and it still won't start me. Coach won't put me in. I'm transferred. Coach won't put me in. <laughs> I'm in the portal. That takes some, you know what, to, to have the leading scorer. Well, on you got to have some buy-in. I guess. You're a big culture I mean, guy. doing that thing where he's doing everything he's possibly asked. Uh, looking at the lady texters, Brookstore squad goes on the road, falls 60-57 at Rice. That's a game the texters led by one uh, with 47 seconds remaining. Unfortunately, come up on the wrong end of things uh have played without Analar robertson for a long duration throughout the year i think brooks said today she's only played in like two and a quarter conference games so uh, if if the texters don't get Analar back like i don't think i see them making a run in the conference tournament but it sounds like she's getting closer and so you have to hope that over the final eight regular season games the texters can put some things together uh, and possibly make a run at, at another Conference USA Championship. This was right around the time uh, a season ago that they kind of made their run all the way to the championship game. in Frisco, of course, Conference USA Tournament will be in Frisco yet again here in 2022-2023. So uh, looking at what what's ahead for the remainder of the show, we're going to talk a lot about the Diamond Dogs uh, I got a chance to talk with Lane Burroughs today. Got a chance to talk with Josh Taylor, Louisiana Tech head softball coach. Uh, I got Diamond Dogs outfielder Darius Myers coming in. Mm, there you go. Uh, he'll be in at 645 in studio. AD was named a team captain. Uh, joined a pretty prestigious group uh, in recent years. Were you a captain? I uh, don't think we did team captain. That's what I'm telling you myself. Don't, did, you didn't do team captains. Don't even get me started on that. Unbelievable. Listen to Bleed Take Blue Radio. Never won 40 games either. 97.7. Be back right after this. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. For over 100 years, our team has been dedicated to turning your dreams into reality. From starting a business to building a home or opening your first savings account, our promise is to make each interaction more exceptional than ever before. Experience uncommon banking today. Stop by one of our eight convenient locations or visit us online at www.ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. If you love the great outdoors, you'll love it even more with a custom outdoor kitchen from O'Neill Gas. We give you the power to design your outdoor kitchen with expert guidance. Just bring in a photo of your outdoor area for a custom design and cost estimate, including island framework, appliances, even cabinets. Visit our design gallery on North 5th Street in Monroe to get started. Stop dreaming 
and start living with a custom outdoor kitchen from our home to yours. O'Neill Gas. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Age, John Tabor. Quick programming reminder. Got a Darius Myers, Bulldog, Diamond Dogs outfielder, coming in studio 645. Excited to talk with AD tonight. Um, all right, this past weekend, uh, full disclosure, I was planning to make it out to the first pitch dinner. Shep decided to start the process of coming into the old world on Friday about 5 o'clock, so didn't get the chance to make it out to the Thompson Assembly Center for that. Sounds like it was an electric environment. Over 600 folks inside the 600. tack. 600. Yeah. In the, it was in the tack. Yeah, they had to move it from the DAC to the TAC. Had so much. Uh, uh, you know, the old lane train wasn't mad about that. No, was not. I think they sold 56 tables. I don't know if there were 600 people at the last home game for football last year. Don't think there was. Kind of a low blow. That Was that a low blow? My bad. I don't know if it I'm was. I'm just saying. Uh, facts are facts. Friday night dinner, good for the Diamond Dogs. So, electric atmosphere. Of course, Lane Burroughs. He could command a room with the best of them. I'm going to get to that here in a sec. But. Did you see the new uniforms that the Diamond Dogs dropped? Yes, because you sent pictures. Classic whites. Love it. Huge fan. Yep. Tape still likes the pinstripes. I like the pinstripes, too. Uh, Did you see the all blues? Yeah. My question is, can you you take a a half a blue and a half a white and put them together? Yes, you can. I've seen the combination put together. Okay, I can deal with that. Uh, Also got some new reds on white. You know what? The NFL color rush thing they did really ruined solid colors. For me, besides like all white, because they're too bright. Yeah, it's just like I mean, the blues. That's a lot of blue. Thing about royal blue is it goes for days. Well, here's the thing: I've always been a whiter. <laughs> it goes for days. I've always been like a big wh- blue ocean. <laughs> I've been a white pant or gray pant guy for baseball duration of my life. Okay. But the more I saw these blue on blue, I'm like, don't hate it. Hey, I told Tabes, like it. I told Tabes when we walked in. He asked me what I thought, and I said, Tabes. I don't know if I really care. Right now, in my eyes, I'm not sure. I'm not sure baseball can do any wrong. Well, it's a fair point. Like, does anybody really care? Like, they're so excited for the season, they don't care. I told Tapes before you got here, you might as well call the Diamond Dogs like the Oregon of college baseball now, because they got more threats than I've ever seen. I need to see a better picture because the picture you sent me was zoomed into about plus two thousand on the old iPhone. Well, 
that might be close enough. Um, I'll pull the picture for I mean, you right I see, here. I see. I'm looking at it, Ben. It, oh, I have not seen that picture. Do you like it? I mean, that's a deep blue, man. man that is that is a blue blue. It is know? blue. Do it's pl- really do blue. Do the players like it? Oh, we're going we're to ask, ask him. We're going to ask AD. I, listen, it's like I said, like I've never been that guy. That kinda, I tell you, they look comfortable. You know, Vanderbilt wears the all-black uniforms. Not a huge fan of those. Um, at the same time, Tabes asked me about the white uniforms, and he says, is it white or is it like the off-white white? And I don't like the off-white white. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm either all white or throw it in the trash can. Okay. All right. But, Tabes, are you not going the same boat there? Not, not not a fan of the cream white. Huh? I just don't like cream. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not going to throw it throw it in the trash. It just kind of looks nasty. I'm with me. you. I, I, t- I like the paper, piping oh. paper, bright. Yeah. Because it makes the piping just pop out. I don't hate the, the red and white. I don't hate the red either. I, you know, the, something different this year is the the letters on the red jersey are blue. Yes. All right. Hey, are the, are the baby blues still number one? Have to be baby blues. Still How often do we break? Do we do we Sundays break those at out? Home. Or maybe at, Sundays. So we'll home see them several road. times a year. Sundays home and road, baby blue. The not, not the bright blue. Yeah, yeah. We'll still see baby blue. I like it. I think they got an all gray combination. I'm sure you're they, right. They are the Oregon. Sure, yeah. they still got the pinstripes. Will always be on my my list. I I I'm that guy. Like I'm a huge uniform junkie. Like. Like if Lane Burroughs said we got fifty six right, uniform do you, do you combinations, like the all grays, love them. Hey, we hit. I, agree. I think they're beautiful. We hit Bulldogs three to five person. tanks a game. You ain't gonna care what they're wearing. Okay, no, it's true. You ain't gonna care. But if Lane Burroughs came out and said we got seventy combinations and we're wearing all seventy, I'd say sign me. It means up. we got to play seventy ball games. Exactly. Let's go, boys. Exactly. Like I'm just all in on uniforms. So. Got the chance to talk to Lane Burroughs in the press conference today. And I got to tell you, and I'm going to tell Darius Myers when he gets in here, and I don't know if he'll agree. I would imagine he would. I mean, he's on the team. But, like, when I hear Lane Burroughs talk tech baseball, I'm like, dear God, where do I walk out yeah. there? Like, like you tell me where Is to sit. Is it too early to go get my spot? If you want me to sit on the right field berm, I'll sit on. If you want me to sit on top of the scoreboard that we don't know how to operate the video board half the time, I'll do it. Like, you tell me where to go. Like, he gets hey, me jacked up. You are dang right. There, He's doing something on this campus with that team. I, I see why the guys love him. That's been the theme all year long. You get the guys in here, and you can tell it's not just because they know old coach is listening, which he confirmed. Of course he does. It ain't just because old coach is listening. It ain't. They love him. Well, and listen, we talk so much about the tornado and the impact, and, like, every time I hear it talked about, it's like he said today, he's like, did you ever envision when you took this program over that you would be where you would be today? And he's like, well, that's what we set out to do. And he's like, you know, obviously the tornado kind of changes things. Obviously you get a new stadium out of the deal. He said, but think back to that. Like, that was really when the tide shifted, I would say. But And he mentions this, and we know this, but, like, there were four All-Americans on that team that had a chance to walk. And listen. They came back. And, they, and listen, like, I get it. Like, of course they came back. They like Tech. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. But, like, that, like, four All-Americans on one squad, like, call me when that happens elsewhere in athletics for the dogs. Like, we don't see it often. And, like, that culture, that, and he, he talked about the culture, too, as far as, you know, 
he kind of went back to the banquet. You know, he has every player. Like if I if you were up next, you I would introduce you, and then you would introduce the guy behind you, and it kind of turns into a little bit of a roast session. That's what they did. Yeah, and he's like, "That's who we are, though. Like, like we are a a team that has fun. We are light." Like he said, like players have the opportunities to roast coaches, but at the same time, they also know when to lock in and like let's let it rip, boys. No doubt. Like it's time to really get it's, it going. It's, it's really cool to, to to see the buy-in. Yeah, in, in my opinion, it's just it's sweet. Now, Ben, I don't know. I mean, we we we've heard the players like iterate what it is that they like about Burroughs. I, it, it, is he just so polished when he speaks? Do you just believe him? Like, does he look like the the Terminator? Is that part I of it? I think that's like, some of it, but I think also, like, once you start winning, like, it's like, you dang right I'm buying into or this Or when you thing. see, like, okay, see, my thing with, with him, it's, I mean, he could have gone somewhere else. He could have made more money. Ain't no doubt. Is there any way, I mean, we'll probably never know the answer to this, but is there any way he's just like, I'm about to build a freaking program in Ruston, Louisiana. We're going to find out. I mean, at some point, oh, money we, talks. We I know the, money talks. We hope the answer to that is yes. But the thing about base, I think baseball is unique in that, you know, like people will take, like the Coastal Carolina, like that people took, still take them seriously. Yeah, because of that one run. I think it's not easier, but like a football program being at the top that long is near impossible without a gazillion dollars. Yeah, as a G5 pro. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, baseball, you can do it uh, for a long time. So I think there's it's attractive for a coach like him. Now I hope the man gets paid what he deserves because he deserves a lot. Hey, listen to this. I he also mentioned this in his press conference. He comes to Louisiana Tech. I think he's entering year seven. Tremendous amount of success. I think he got here 2017. Obviously entering 2023. Had the one COVID <laughs> year where they only played about 10, 15 games. He said that when he signed that first contract, way back in. 2016, I guess, summer of 2016, built into the contract was like, if you sell X amount of tickets, season tickets, you'll get X amount of a bonus. Said he went to talk to some people, I assume within the athletic department, ticket office, I don't know, maybe assistant AD, whatever. How realistic is it? Oh, you ain't got no shot. At selling, you ain't getting getting this bonus. Yeah. And he's like, they would never put that bonus is so low right now into another coach's contract. How far they've blown past the expectation. That's awesome. But that's like, this program has just come that far. And I'm like you, I think that's why, too, why you see so many tech fans and alum and people kind of hop on a, a bandwagon. Because you see it's like, host a regional, like, that's as big time as it Let gets me tell in you college something. baseball. Let me tell you the other thing that makes it so sweet. There's a lot of players in this country in this or in the country football baseball whatever there's very few schools that have coaches that 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 like they want the players want to come play for that coach i don't care where it's at tech's facilities are great for baseball but tech is not a place that people are wanting to come baseball because of how awesome tech is they want to come play for burrows they want to come play yeah and and then now the tech baseball culture which is being built but like Ben, that's incredible. Like, it ain't easy to do, and I, I don't like, think there's any. You can't write out some script as far as this is how you do it. You start with A, work to B, work to like. It ain't, that ain't how it writes. It, like it writes itself. Like there's no set script, and I like they deserve a lot of credit. And I don't know. I, 
you get to next Friday night at 6 p.m. when the dogs, when Jonathan Fincher trots out to that bump for his 13th year in a Diamond Dog <laughs> uniform, like his left arm's hanging. Like, you telling me that a crowd of 2,000-plus ain't going to be on their feet? Like, just like, holy cow, here we go. Like, like it's just kind of what think we in the last now. two years, like, you know, the first year back in the new stadium, like, that had all kind of buzz to it. Buzz to it. But, like, the buzz is going to be real. Oh, yeah. Opening night. Well, and I think, too, now that we've seen the Hunter Wells, we've seen the Parker Bates, we've seen the Manny Garcia, we've seen the Taylor Young, we've seen the Steel Netterville, all those quote-unquote legends come through the program, and now that they've kind of moved on, and you still have the expectation of being picked preseason Conference USA champion, Fincher and Corona are named first-team all-conference preseason. How about this? Cole McConnell not on the preseason all-conference oh, team. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Like, did the coaches close their eyes and hey, maybe, check? Hey, if we know anything about Burroughs, maybe he made a call and said, oh, don't put it. him on. Oh, he loves don't it. Don't put him on it. Oh, he loves it. There ain't no doubt about it. McConnell hit 390 against lefties last year. Hey, if year. I'm Burroughs, every morning at 5 o'clock, I go put, the, put that piece of paper in Cole's locker and let, let him, him know, know he ain't on it. But, man, I can't wait to watch this squad. Pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. Hey, let's go to our next timeout. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, DQ fans. Seven bucks doesn't buy much these days unless you're buying a meal deal at DQ. Get a bacon, queso, cheeseburger, fries, a drink, and a sundae, just seven bucks. That's right, crispy bacon and our zesty queso on a cheeseburger, a side, a drink, and a sundae, just seven bucks. That's a full meal that you and your wallet can both be happy about. Try it today. Only at participating DQ locations. Happy tastes good. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Diemble Motors in Arcadia, we're all Bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. Check out the full lineup on our Diemble Motors Facebook page. At Diemble Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. Diemble Motors in Arcadia. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. 
BC Beckett, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7, O'Neill Gas Hotline or text line 888 We'd love to hear from you. Uh, how many times will you make it out to the Love Shack this year? You asking me? I mean, I know you'll be out there. I'll be out there. Um, I'll be there open tonight, I can tell you that for sure. Then we'll start juggling where their old ship can make it out. Doubt the old wife's going to let him come out two weeks old, but hey. All right. See if we can work out a deal. That's all right. Uh, all right. Also got a chance to talk with Josh Taylor, Louisiana Tech softball coach uh, this afternoon. Of course, first year under Coach Taylor, the Lady Texters won the regular season Conference USA crown. Uh, did not get things done in the Conference USA tournament, which was a little bit unfortunate. But <laughs> at the same time, they're probably a year ahead of schedule. Kind of feels like the team, you know, you know, year one to year two, you like to think that you take that big step forward, the biggest growth or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, he said their main focus in the off season wanted to get more depth. Said last year they only had three pitchers on the staff, got six this year. I feel like six pitchers in softball is kind of a lot. Yeah, because you can use the same one every night for as long as you want. Would you like that if you're a pitcher? Like I, a softball that, that, pitcher. It was. It was. It was. I was pretty old when I found that out. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, they pitch a I lot." Mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it yeah, does. I guess it's not a lot of torque on the old arm. You can. I would imagine you probably still feel a little sore. I would think. I mean, maybe anyway. Better hope you're good at arm circles. Motion. But yeah, if you're the if you're the sixth guy uh, lady on the depth de- 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 chart, you might be like, "Well, I'm never going to see it." But <laughs> could though. Could I guess if everybody <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I don't know. You know? Well, big, big expectations for the Lady Texers. <laughs> They'll actually open their season this Saturday at home. Uh, Southeast Missouri State comes to town. I think Southeast Missouri State uh, was the Ohio Valley preseason pick to win the conference. So a, a tall task, a tough test uh, for tough Josh Taylor's squad right out of the gate. So want to take a look at Louisiana Tech baseball schedule uh, this evening. Of course, a 56-game slate for the Diamond Dogs will open up next Friday night at home against BYU, which a long trip for the Cougars. Don't know if Zach Wilson's coming. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Four-game series that'll run Friday, doubleheader Saturday, off day Sunday, play again on Monday. Oh. Mormons don't play on Sunday. That's right. Man, that makes for long road trips. Yeah. I, would, I haven't looked at their schedule, but I would imagine. What are they doing on Sunday? That's what I'm saying. In conference play, I guess they play either Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, doubleheader, Saturday. Hey, what power to Probably makes it, I'll be honest, like doubleheaders aren't fun. Hey, if you're a, a pitcher, do you love it? Your little five-day rotation's a little different? Uh, if you're the guy picking. You can almost pitch Friday night and then again on Monday. Yeah. Oh, oh you're talking about this week. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, if you're tech, especially relievers, they'll be back in there on Monday. But uh, I think if you're a uh, starting pitcher starting that second game on Saturday, that's a long wait. From when you get to the That's ballpark yep. before you finally get on that mound. So after the opening weekend series against BYU at home, Tech will not play in the midweek. They'll be back at home uh, Friday, February 24th against Nichols State. A little three-game series against the Colonels. Of course, their head coach is former Louisiana Tech pitching coach Mike Silva. So uh, a little interesting Tech connection there. February 28th. Dogs go on the road, defending national champions, two-game midweek series at Ole Miss. That nice test early to kind of get your wits about you, figure out where where you're really at. Uh, only seven games in the season. March the 3rd, another three-game home series. 
Northwestern out of Chicago comes mm. down. Little Big Ten squad. I got listen. All this success over the last few years has led to a BYU. Has led really? to a Northwest. Oh, absolutely. They're not coming down here to play uh, ULL or ULL. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. nobody wants to play no. the old dirty cage. Uh, March the tenth. Uh, following that weekend series at Northwestern, a three-game road series to Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on the old Hogs. Return home March the 14th. What uh, do the Hogs look like preseason? Uh, top 10 in the country. Uh, Love it. Ain't no we'll doubt about it. Hey, really, really good at environment up there. I think we got a good relationship with Arkansas, huh? Yeah, Dave Van Horn does a good job. Uh, don't have a great relationship with Jalen Battles. Can't tell you why, but yeah. he's off to the professional ranks now. Thank- Is he? Thankfully. Yeah, okay. thankfully. Uh, March 14th, two-game home midweek series with Air Force. Another really intriguing opponent. Okay. Uh, of course, Air Force ended Louisiana Tech's season down at the Austin Regional back in June. Then yeah, com- thanks for that. Yeah, conference play starts up on March 17th. Charlotte comes to town. Uh, another home series. So four of the first five weekends are at home for Louisiana Tech. It's going to be nice. busy. Uh, March 21st on the road at ULM. March 24th through 26th, first road conference series at WKU. Uh, I believe the old Hilltoppers were picked to finish last in the conference. Got to get the uh, How about this home midweek game? Sacramento State on March 28th. Any good? Do you know who old Reese Hoskins is? Plays first base for the Philadelphia yes. Phillies. Yep, played at Sacramento State. So, short story, Sacramento State used to be in the WAC when we played in the WAC. Okay. Have a nice little parking garage behind left field. Okay. If you drop the old tater out there, you can bounce it back into the stadium. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, March, 20, or March 31st, first of two weekend series with Dallas Baptist. Of course, Dallas Baptist new to Conference USA here in 2023. April the 4th on the road at the Demons in Natchitoches, Northwestern State. April 6th through the 8th at Rice. April 11th road trip down to Lafayette to take on ULL. I'm sure they'll be saying Tech's pitching their weekend guys in the midweek. That's kind of what they seem to do down there. Mm -hmm. Uh, April the 12th return game with ULM in the midweek. April 14th through the 16th FIU at home. April the 18th, little intrigue. I'll be there. Southern Miss coming to the shack. There you go. April 18th. Mark it on the old calendar. I think Dusty will be on the bump. You think? I'm Is asking. he still on the team? Yep. Oh, uh, I think Southern Miss ranked 18th in the preseason. So another really good squad. What did we rank? Uh, not ranked. What? Yeah, unfortunately. Huh. It's all right. little chip on the shoulder. April 21st through the 23rd, Tech will return that three-game series to Dallas Baptist. Why does Tech play the same team twice within conference play. Dallas Baptist is Tech's travel partner, so you'll play your travel partner twice within conference play. That kind of explains that. April 26th, that's a Wednesday on the road in Hattiesburg to take on the Golden Eagles. April 28th on the road at Middle Tennessee. That's through the 30th. May the 2nd, it's the old wife's birthday. Hmm. Taking on Northwestern State. Uh, The Demons will come to town May the 5th. Friday through Sunday, May 5th through May the 7th, UAB. Uh, May the 9th, uh, ULL. That's a home game at the Love Shack. May the 12th through the 14th at Florida Atlantic. And then, of course, UTSA to close out the year, May 18th through the 20th before the Conference USA Tournament, May 24th through the 28th down in Houston. Uh, Rice is the host of that one. This year, you look at the final two weekends for the Bulldogs. Obviously, we expect a lot to be at stake. 
UTSA and both FAU were picked top five in the league, so uh, I would imagine that would be a pretty tall task to close things out, especially if you're wanting to win a regular season conference USA championship. So that's kind of the rundown for the Diamond Dogs schedule. Go ahead, take our next time out. We come back, Adarius Myers, Diamond Dogs outfielder, will join us. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. For over 100 years, our team has been dedicated to turning your dreams into reality. From starting a business to building a home or opening your first savings account, our promise is to make each interaction more exceptional than ever before. Experience uncommon banking today. Stop by one of our eight convenient locations or visit us online at www.ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. You can feel it in the air. You can hear it under your feet. And when you see our trucks, winter is on the way. Be prepared with O'Neill Gas. Family owned and operated since 1952, O'Neill Gas is dependable as the products and services we offer. Propane deliveries, tank rentals, installation, and repairs, all by trained and certified professionals who make regular routes in your area. Call today to find out about our delivery options. From our home to yours, O'Neill Gas. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Fleet Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Adarius Myers, Louisiana Tech Diamond Dog Outfielder joins us. AD, thanks for coming in. I uh, appreciate y'all for having me. All right, you're from Seminary, Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm from Shreveport, so I'm not all that <laughs> familiar with Mississippi. Tell us where Seminary, Mississippi is from or where it's located, excuse me, in Mississippi, and um, how you ended up at Louisiana Tech. Uh, it's like, well, everybody know where Hattiesburg is, so I'm 20 minutes north of Hattiesburg. Like, if you um, if you coming from Hattiesburg, you're going to pass, like, it's going to be a wars off Highway 49, and you're going to be through seminary by then, so. Small town? It's real small town. Okay. I graduated with 96, and okay. I, um, I came here, I think I was either 14 or 15, and Coach Sutton was my travel ball coach, and he played on the Burroughs at Southern Miss. Oh, really? Okay. So then I had a pretty good um, I had a pretty good tournament. And I know Seth White, his mm-hmm. dad saw yeah. me play at Ruston High because, you know, he the high school coach at yeah. Ruston High. And he talked to my mom after the game, and it was like, um, I'm going to put in a word with Burroughs or whatever because I think Seth was already yeah. at Tech or he, did, he was on his yeah. way. And it, I believe it was my senior year. Yeah, it was my senior year. I was the um, – 
I came on my visit when we played Mississippi State, you know, with the long, okay. yep. with the long fumble or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, we remember it. Yeah. That's what they offered me. And I I think they gave me like two weeks or something like that. But to decide? Yeah, we okay. stayed the night and then um, we left the next day and we stopped and ate and I called him and committed like. So you knew you wanted to be yeah, here. So did, yeah, so that's what I was going to so ask like you next. So you like, knew you wanted to be here. Yeah, I was 15 whenever I came and played, 14 or 15 when I came and played here the first time at the old love shack. And I liked it then. So then when they put the offer on the table, yeah, it was like we ain't really got too much more to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Were you getting recruited by anybody else? Uh, Yeah, I had an offer from like Northwestern State, okay. Southeastern Louisiana, and a lot of JUCO offers. But okay. like Louisiana Tech was. So do you like being four and a half hours from home? Yeah, it's like it's not too far away. It's close enough, not too far go home away. If you so, need yeah, to. yeah, if I need to go home, then yeah, I can make that trip easy. So, you mentioned coming, obviously, 2017 when you came on your visit, the old Love Shack. Obviously, a lot's changed since then. Um, in your opinion, like, you, you've you kind of seen a lot of it. You've seen the ups. You've seen the downs. Um, you know, you've experienced those ups and downs as a player. You know, last year you you really break through, become an everyday player. What What's that like day-to-day, uh, just how you've kind of seen this program progress over the years? Well, when I first got here, the – program was on the rise but it's not it was nothing like it is today like we just had a bunch of guys that really like you had like Parker Bates was here when I got here like Matt Miller was here Chris Clayton like those are the guys like you could really tell that really bought into the program whatever and I had I had like um Mason Robinson he was Mm -hmm. he was like basically my mentor when he was here so he like showed me the ropes and all that you had guys like that the guys that actually like played pretty much every day they you could tell that they cared about it and then the guys like on the bench that weren't playing or whatever it was just like I don't really care too much to be here so how quickly did you realize that early in your career knowing that you know maybe if I don't play a whole lot I know you redshirt in 2019 were you like yeah I might be a redshirt but I gotta lock in with some older guys so that I kind of do learn the ropes so that I'm successful later on yeah I had some coaches or whatever like tell me that that's what I needed to do like as soon as I step foot on campus like I needed to get in the older guys ears so that I could learn the way and then like not even just talking to them like you can just watch them and you can just see how they carry themselves at practice every day and stuff like that so once I figured that out then you know I tried to mold myself into a player like that but you know it it's not as easy as you think it would be like you can walk around like you are that but like whenever things going bad like it's gonna Mm -hmm. be hard to like walk around with your chest poked out or whatever but uh the older you get you learn and it's just you got just got to keep showing up every day we ask a lot of the guys that have been here a few years kind of just how crazy you know you've gotten to see the whole spectrum of of uh natural events unnatural events things you couldn't foresee just with uh, old love shack into the tornado into COVID, into where um the program is now are you able to look back on your career here and just be like i mean just i mean what is that like for you to look back i I wouldn't change it for the world that's for sure um coming in here into the love shack and then tornado coming through i was actually in the dorms when the tornado came through so did you live in the outfield yeah i lived in the outfield because i came um my freshman year was the yeah it was my freshman year when the tornado yeah. yeah when the tornado hit so then we were at ruston high and that wasn't the most fun right we got a big indoor now, so, like, if it's cold outside, you don't want to hit <laughs> outside, then you can just go inside, and it's always warm in there. But when we was at Rustin High, if you wanted to hit, you had to go hit in the cages, yeah. and that wind was blowing. Yeah. 
right, so so now the other night you're named a team captain. You mentioned Chris Clayton. You mentioned Matt Miller, Parker Bates. Uh, I guess a little bit of a two-part question. First, did you know that was coming on Friday night? Second, like, can you put into words kind of what that means? Because to be mentioned with that group, I, I would imagine that that feels really, really special to you. Uh, I had no idea. Burroughs didn't tell me. Nobody told me. Like, I just know I was up there whenever we um, showed the jerseys, like when we yeah. unveiled the jerseys. He told me to stay up there. And I didn't tell Phil, but I thought I, didn't, I thought Phil was just going to be like, should we walk off or whatever? Phil started walking off, so I was like, all right, I'm going too. <laughs> and then what, what was the second What was the second part of the question? Just like, you know, to be mentioned with that, that group of guys that we've seen for the last five, six years that you've kind of been able to follow in the footsteps of. And listen, at this point in your career, I mean, you're one of the leaders on this team uh, with Phil and Jonathan as the team captains this year. I mean, you can you kind of know how it feels like being in the company of those guys like you've mm-hmm. seen those guys produce day in day out and whenever I was named the captain I mean I really woke me up and I was like I really gotta kind of lock I, in yeah I got I gotta lock in like I was already locked in but like I gotta I gotta up you have a, a different role now yeah. yeah like so gotta, is the is captain is that team voted on no, nah, it's, it's just, just coach Bur- Burroughs. Burroughs does it. He doesn't even do it every year. Like I think, it's, yeah, it's just yeah, it's, depends it's, on the year. It just depends on what type of person you are. To me, that makes it like almost mean more. Like he doesn't have to have captains yeah, it's, it's if he doesn't want even, to. It's not even a captain for like this year. It's like you're a captain for life. Forever. Oh my that's, gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, as long as Burroughs is big there, deal. Then, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a huge honor. Congratulations to you. I know. Thank I know you. you're excited. To, you tell you what happened. You called your parents. What they said. My mom. My mom was there. Like my mom was trying to keep a secret that she was coming. Like, oh, okay. Oh, she knew. But, yeah, well, no, nah, she didn't know either. She had nobody. She was just planning nobody to come. Had, yeah, she just planned on surprising me and coming because um, Phil's mom texted me one day and was like, "Y'all are sitting with us at the um, at the banquet or whatever." And I was like, "I I didn't even know my mom was coming." So like, she told me probably like a week and a half early, and I was still calling my mom like, "Yeah, you coming to the banquet or whatever?" She was like, "No, nah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it." <laughs> and then I finally asked her like the day of, like I woke up that morning, I was like, "Good morning, are you gonna be able to make it tonight?" And she was like, yeah, I'll be there. So oh, then I was awesome. like, all right. Yeah, it made it that much more special. Yeah, it was. And it was cool. that I mean, she didn't know you were going to be Nah, captain. she didn't know either. So that made the yeah, trip we, worth it. We, huh? had, we shed a few tears that night. I bet you <laughs> oh, did. I Man, bet. that's awesome. Uh, all right, you, you mentioned the uniform unveiling. Are you a big uniform guy? Like, are you? do you like having a bunch of different combinations? Obviously, the new ones are sweet. I uh, saw your picture across social media today. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on them? Um, Burroughs, one of our first got here, Burroughs was always talking about, like, you see Alabama playing, and then you see Oregon. Like, you mm-hmm. see Alabama's proving their self as Alabama. Yeah. So, you know, their uniforms don't change. But Oregon, they got a different, uni- different uniform for every game. But, yeah, I like I like uniforms. Like, I, So, we're the <laughs> – hey, I said earlier in the show we're kind of the Oregon of college baseball yeah, now. I mean, we just – I mean, we've been winning, man. We we deserve it. So, I mean, so this year what, what they put on at the banquet was the all blues. Mm-hmm. What do you think about them all blues? All I kind of like them. The all blues are nice. Like it's, I don't think it's gonna be like a you see them a all lot the type of yeah. thing. Kind of like how the baby blues were at the mm. beginning, but um, they're gonna they're gonna look good, especially at home because you know the majority of the stadium is blue. So. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Right. How, how often have y'all known about those for a while now? I mean, certain people knew about them. Okay, like, like still, still, Ty Finch, me, Phil knew for a while. Yeah, yeah, we knew like probably like this summer. Okay, okay. Okay, so if you if if Burroughs comes to you on Friday night and says, "Ad, pick the combo for tonight," what are you picking? Mm. Me personally, I'm probably 
on Friday night. I'm just going to ask Finch whatever he want to wear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll blame that it. might be why you're the captain. Yeah, I'm going to ask Finch whatever you want to wear. Man. All right, so so the, the picture on social media, if you haven't seen it, is AD sporting the all-whites in the dugout. I mean, you squat much? I mean, Yeah, my, my squat I mean, max was 500 this, really? this past year. I mean, yeah, I can oh, tell man. based right. on that. I'm not trying to be weird, but I mean, like. Yeah, I got there ain't no doubt I, I why need, he's I need, dropping I tanks. Need, I need some more calves, man. Yeah. Got, <laughs> well, you no can't calves. tell in them blue socks. <laughs> <laughs> man, that, uh, well, it looks awesome. Um, that You know, for fans, I think we – I don't know. To me, I guess it's a sign of success. You don't really care if you're getting new jerseys if you stink. So, for us exactly. to for have the success we have and then the new jerseys, it's just kind of extra excitement to the program. So, it's we get pretty – yeah, it's, it's for, for the, the fans. fans. We know, get pretty excited. Really us, like. to, what's it been like as a player to see this fan base grow? Like, I would imagine early in your career, you remember it. Like, there'd be a couple hundred fans in the yeah, stands, and now be. you're expecting a couple thousand every it's night. Like, it's going to be packed out, like even midweeks. Like, yeah. One of our first got here midweeks, like, it de- like it depended on the weather, too. Yeah. But if it was – even if we had good weather, like, there, would, there wouldn't be that many people there. And then, like, there was nobody standing, like, by the dorms and mm. all that right field so like they had to expand too so like and we still fill it up so does that give you some extra juice as a player oh yeah especially like in the late innings you know close game like you got you got the fans with you too it's You're not good. just i mean it's it's our team versus theirs but we got fans like we got everybody rooting for us they're gonna have fans too but not as many as us i mean we I, we had a picture pop up last year from on my phone the other day of when it was 32 degrees and kind of misty playing against LSU? lsu oh yeah the fans showed out that night. Oh, it they was – I mean, we were on well, first you base. think about that game. Obviously, LSU had a little bit to do with it, but 32, mist and rain, like, four years ago, like, there's probably, like, 28 no, people nobody, out there. No, nobody was there. Well, and I don't blame them. Like, I mean, if we play LSU, maybe, but – Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Because LSU fans were coming. Yeah. <laughs> from Ruston. <laughs> well, I don't know. You probably didn't know this, but we were on the first base, top of the – sitting on the berm, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it just so happened that – Trey Morgan had like one of the worst nights of his career. He, he kept did. he couldn't catch a ball or nothing. We were having a blast. Yeah, we were I, I we were going were. nuts. It was a little chilly. I mean, we, me and Ben were like, man, we got two kids each. Like, we can't be we can't be doing this. You know, like we're dads now, and we're going <laughs> absolutely <laughs> ballistic fun. on the berm. Yeah, that's what that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah, it was for the fun. fun. That, that is what it's all about. So, let's go back. Obviously, I mentioned earlier your career. Like, it's kind of been the normal trajectory. Your red shirt. You twenty twenty. You think you're going to start playing. Obviously, COVID kind of shuts that down. 2021, you make some starts. Last year, you kind of burst on the scene. What's that journey been like for you? And, and I guess day-to-day, you, you talk about being able to bring it day after day after day. To keep that focus, I would imagine like it takes a, a special kind of maturity to be able to kind of stick with your plan and, and progress to the point that you've gotten to. It's kind of been like that my whole life. Like I've been, I've been good, but then there'll just be a player that's just – a little better. better, yeah, yeah, just a little bit better, and then I'll just try to keep on working. And so you're used to it, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I'm used to it. Okay. It's just, I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it's more fun that way because I was definitely yeah, I could yeah. go out there and just like ball out every no. game. But I've I've learned a lot over the years, and I feel like that's why um the way like I I'll have mental toughness now. So yeah. like. If I'm struggling, like, I'm not going to really let it bother me like I would when I was young. So, like, I I look at that as, like, a blessing because, like, if I would have just got it. Then got, easy. If yeah. yeah, if I would have just, just had it easy the whole time, then, like, I, I probably would have been drafted by now and I would have went to pro ball and I definitely would have struggled when you in pro struggle, ball. Yeah. And then, like, if I start struggling there and I can't pick it back up, then I'm done. Like, I've had, I've had time to grow as a player over time here. 
Man, I bet the coaches love having a guy like you on the team just to have that mentality of, of uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a count when I get in and I'm, and I'm going to be a teammate and a player and to, to have that honor. How often do you captain. get an opportunity, and you don't have to give examples, but, like, are you more of a guy that's vocally a leader or are you more of a guy that you kind of let your actions speak to younger players just seeing how you go about your business every day? Yeah, I'm, I'm not the vocal leader. That's why I like this team we got me and Phil and like Phil's the vocal guy and I'm okay. kind of just the guy that just I'm like right there beside him like if yeah if anything goes down you know but yeah I just I just let my let my work speak for itself all right so tell us a little bit about this team you know one thing we've heard from um, a lot of the other guys is just how close the entire team seems to be in comparison to just maybe some um, some clicks on the team in, in years past but like what, what what is uh what about this team is special to you um, from your point of view from my point of view, is we have a lot of new guys on the team this year, and it doesn't feel like we have a lot of new guys on the team. Like, we all get along together. Like, we haven't had anybody that's just gotten into it or anything, like, ever since we stepped foot on campus back in September. So um, that's good for us. And, I mean, we just keep on going, growing closer and closer because – we together all the so, time. So, so what? Wait, what is the, in your opinion, like what is the reason that that was able to happen versus maybe in years past? We had guys coming in asking like, "What's practice going to be like? Like, what are we going to be doing and all that?" Like, even the freshmen that came in. So, like, if we're all trying to do the same thing, then we're we're gonna we're gonna click no matter what. Like, everybody came here to win. Like, there's nobody that's just here to just. Everybody's here to play baseball, not just do whatever. That like for themselves. So yeah. part of it, I mean. what Kind of what I hear you saying is just the expectation of the program. In the, in yeah. the, kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, you know, Darius Myers, Louisiana Tech Diamond Dogs outfielder, joined us tonight, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Uh, if you have a question for AD, chime in, O'Neill Gas Hotline, or text on 888 uh, That team chemistry part, I would imagine you probably kind of felt that shift back in 2021 when you guys went on that run. Beck asked you, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. That specialness, that togetherness, like, I, I would imagine that's something that y'all will live with, you know, for the rest of your lives, just knowing some of the relationships that you've been able to develop. Yeah, I can go back and talk to just about anybody on any team that I've played with since I've been here. And I could call them, and I'm pretty sure they'll pick up. Yeah. Like, I talk to, I talk to Mason Robinson all the time. Tanner Huddleston invited me to his um to his wedding. Okay. I didn't get a chance to go, but he did send me the invite to the wedding. And it's like it's just a brotherhood. It really like, is. You come through Louisiana Tech and we take you in with open arms. Yeah, but I, I mean I would in the same breath I'd say that's that's not Normal, typical all think. over the country. It's, it's not. not. Yeah. That's what Rustin is special. And it was cool we had uh we had Raleigh on. Is that correct? Yeah, Hector. Yeah. Hector and, and he was like Coming from A and M, I mean, he said like he he got that vibe his first visit and his first meeting with the coaches, and so it's really encouraging for us as fans. To, I mean, we feel it, but we're like, are we biased? You know, yeah. I don't know, but no, we got good. guys coming in from other programs that we would probably look at and be like, man, it'd be a privilege to play there. And he's like, man, I want to be here. Like, yeah, like we got we got a lot of guys from big schools that came in and they didn't they didn't try to act like pre bananas or anything like that. They came in and they got right to work, and they just kind of fit in with the group. They do. Let's go ahead, Terry, next time out. We come back, we'll continue our conversations with the Darius Myers, Louisiana Tech Diamond Dogs outfitter. Listen to Blue Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk at 97.7. 
At Diemel Motors in Arcadia, we're all Bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. Check out the full lineup on our Bimble Motors Facebook page. At Bimble Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. Bimble Motors in Arcadia. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. You've always wanted a new easy go from Fairway Carts in Minden and Monroe. Well, now owning one has never been more affordable. Right now, you can buy the easy go golf cart of your dreams or the multi passenger easy go for the family and pay 0% interest for 48 months with approved credit. And Fairway always has a good selection of new and pre owned easy goes in stock. Stop by either location of Fairway Carts and see the exciting new six-passenger EasyGo Express, available in gas or electric, and now on sale for $2,000 off. You'll find new EasyGo golf carts and rugged EasyGo utility carts, too. Come get that new EasyGo you've always wanted and pay no interest for 48 months at Fairway Carts, just north of I-20 on Highway 531 in Minden and just off Highway 165 North on Richland Place Drive in Monroe. See all the inventory. Visit fairwaycarts.net. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Darius Myers. AD, i got to ask you, tell us about Mitch Gaspar, tech hitting coach. Uh, we've had some hitters through here over the last few weeks, high praise for him. What, what's it like to work with Coach Gaspar on a daily basis? It's the best because, like, Gaspar doesn't – he never gets, like, I ain't going to say he don't ever get mad, but he's always kind of like one swing. He'll tell you one swing away, no matter how bad you're doing, one swing away. If you need to text him and you need to get in the cages, you don't really have anybody to get in there with, you can text Coach Gaspard and he'll be he'll work something out with you. And it's just it's a lot of fun. Like he all, He's a hitter's coach, so like whatever you like, that's what he's going to do. Like, just, so he's not trying to change you too nah, much? No, nah. no. How do you like to be coached? Are you like uh, Are you like a quiet, quiet? Coach guy, or you like to be kind of yelled at? No, I don't like to be yelled at. Like, it's just <laughs> if you see something that I'm doing, just let Tell me know, me. Yeah. and I'll fix it. So. Do you feel like the coaches do a good job on this staff, like adapting to the type? I mean, we had Kyle Krieger in here. He's obviously yeah. going to be coached a little different. He, yeah, he kind of wants you to insult him and that kind of stuff. I mean, do you think the coaches do a good job of adapting to, yeah, to different they do. players? They, they know who to get on, and they know who to just, like, he's going to figure it out yeah. and just leave him alone, like. Do, do you see that as a player as far as when guys enter in the program? Like being, you mentioned earlier, you and Phil as kind of the leaders of the position guys. Like, do, do you kind of feel like, all right, this guy, he's a quieter freshman type. 
versus this guy. You know, he likes to talk. I might need to, you know, let him not have it, but, you know, he might need a, a stern talking to at times. Can you tell that pretty early in the guy's career? I feel like as a player, I mean, we'll let them know, but we don't really we, – we leave that to the coaches. Yeah. Like, if the coaches need to talk to somebody, like, you won't even know that the coaches need to talk to somebody. They'll they'll make it known. Like they'll handle the, play, the player will let you know, like, yeah, I'll talk to the coach or whatever. Maybe they might not, but they'll take care of whatever they got going on. Like, all the time, that's what they do. I'm going to take it back to childhood for you. Oh, yeah. When did you uh, – when did you – when did baseball become like, all right, I'm good at this? Um – Whenever I was four, I feel like. <laughs> Did you always only play baseball I was, I was, growing up? No, nah, I played baseball, football, basketball. Did it all. Yeah, I gave up basketball and like, I didn't play my eighth grade year. Okay. And then football, I gave it up after my sophomore year. Okay. And just focused What'd strictly you play on in football? baseball. I was a running back and I played like a walk down safety outside linebacker type. You like to hit guys? Yeah, I, li- I like to play defense more than I did offense. Okay. Like, I like to set the edge and, you know, get in on. Get in on the law. So you don't mind if a pitcher comes inside on you? You'll wear it? Yeah, I, I took one <laughs> off the knee to. from Greg and the squad on. Ooh. It was like, I can't remember. I think it was Saturday. You still sore? It's, the thing is, like, I felt it, and then I ran to the outfield, and I didn't feel it. And then, like, we worked out on Monday, and I was like, yeah, I yeah, there it feel is. it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've been feeling it. I've been feeling it here lately more than I was whenever it first happened. All right, so when you, started, you obviously started playing baseball real young, uh, what was your, uh, I mean, elementary school, middle school, when you were having a good season? What kind of a player were you? Was that uh, was that offensively? Were you dropping tanks? You a singles guy? I mean, what what were you? Never really been the home run guy, mm-hmm. but one of I was younger, like I moved up to coach pitch kind of early, and like I would hit it, and I would hit it to the fence. So right. like I w- I could run too. So yeah, I was yeah. just. I was running. Run I, was, twice, I, was, huh? I was going all the way around the bases, and then I, I remember this one time um, we were playing against this team, and he had a ball like to right field or something like that, and I was playing first base because like we had a guy that played third and me at first because like we was the only two that could really just throw, throw and, and catch. catch. Yeah, <laughs> so like they hit the ball to right field, and I ran all the way from first base. Ran and got the ball in right field, and then ran all the way to home plate and tagged the guy right before he scored. <laughs> That's classic little league baseball yeah. right there. Yeah, I was the guy getting thrown out from right field when I was at single. First. Yeah, at first. <laughs> and then, uh, quick story in our our high school stadium in Alaska. It was you know the outfield. It was a it was a, a really big stadium, but for what, I have no idea why. But in like right center, it kind of like jetted out into like the top of a triangle. And it was like 450 to the tip of that triangle. And I, hit, it out I hit one there. I mean, I couldn't have squared up the center of that triangle <laughs> any better. And uh, got thrown out at third. I mean, 450 feet, Ben. The guy, well, I still got thrown out at third. You I, mean, being fast, I know. So. so I can appreciate a story like that where I'm like, man, we're just on the opposite sides of the <laughs> spectrum here. But um, So when, I mean, did you, I remember my first, my first bomb, you know? Yeah. I mean, what, do you got, you got like a, a good over the fence first one yeah, story? Yeah, um, really. No, I was playing trap ball then, but all right. So I was playing. I moved to Oak Grove, which is like, oh, like it was supposed to be like better competition or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my parents took me out there, and I, when if I got there, like I was swinging like a little, like a you know the small barrel mm-hmm. bats because like Dixie Youth, that's what we had to swing yeah. back in seminary. And then I get there, and these guys got the big barrels, like, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at that, I'm like. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna hit a home run. Like <laughs> no. if, I, if I just make contact with that, which I mean, if you hit it, I feel like if you hit it better with the little barrel, you'll hit it. Oh further. yeah, but yeah. I had a better, I had more room for error with that big barrel bat. So, my at first my dad wouldn't even let me swing it. So then it was like one game, 
um, he was like, all right, you can you can swing it. So I asked one of the kids if I could swing that bat, and it was my first at bat, and I hit one, and it like that people were parked behind the fence, like it wasn't far behind the fence, <laughs> right. but like I hit it. And it busted somebody's windshield. Yeah, that's a memorable that one. one. I, I love it. I want to ask you about that. Like, power in college baseball has grown so much, even in the last five years or so. Like, are kids taught differently how to hit these days? I, I remember when I was growing up, like, it was make contact, you know, hit it, run. It feels like nowadays kids are taught how to backspin a baseball. But, like, is that something that kids are learning at a younger age? Yeah, I feel like it is, like. I didn't know about – I mean, I knew about backspin, yeah. but you I didn't – know how to create it. Yeah, I didn't really know how to create it until, like, last year. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just swinging. Like, I didn't know – like, you can you can teach a kid how to how to swing now and get them to create backspin. So, yeah, it's definitely going to – it's, it's going to keep – Is it like the it. Steph Curry thing where now kids don't work on anything but shooting it 10 feet behind the line, you know? I feel nah, like – it's not it's not going to be like that because, like, Creating the backspin is what you want. Like you just you can hit low line drives, yeah, and then you miss, yeah, and backspin, and then but you miss one, and then that's the one that takes off. All right, so this is not true. I don't think it might be. Get the stat guy on this, but I feel like seventy five percent of your bats you hit home runs at Tech. I don't know. You can check on that. Uh, Well, you're. I mean, it seems to me like I look up and you come in for an at bat, and then it's it's. I don't know if it's just the times I've been paying attention, but either way, your first one at Tech, you remember it. Yeah, I definitely remember that one. What game was it? Uh, we were playing against UAB. Okay. On Friday this. night, I came in. I was supposed to get the AB before. I was going to hit for Cole. I was supposed to get the AB before that, but I was using the bathroom. And then I came up because she was like, nah, it's too late. You'll <laughs> get the late. next one. That's hilarious. So then I just remember. Um, were you mad? Were you like, I mean, that was my I, chance. Yeah, I, I, was, I was. But then he told me I was getting the next so one. So you're I was good. like, but I was like, dang, like I missed that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. So then I get up there and I. I, I was having trouble spitting on the slider. Like, you throw me a slider in the dirt, and I was swinging at it, like, nine times out of ten, especially with two strikes. So then I remember spitting on the slider, that A-B, and then I got, I think it was like 2-1 or something like that. And then he threw me a fastball, and I swung at it, and I hit it. And I was like, I hit that, that one pretty that good. Was hitting pretty good. I remember get, coming around first base, and I see it going over. And and then I get I get across home plate, and then T-Will was like, you could have had two if you wasn't dropping a deuce or whatever. <laughs> yeah, That's so good. How, how difficult is it to come off the bench in a seventh or eighth inning against a good reliever? It's hard. It, it is it's hard. so hard. So is that something you've learned? Obviously, it's never going to be easy. But it's like, hard. It's hard hitting against a reliever when you don't. Whenever you got two, three abs under yeah. your belt and you come in. So like coming off the bench is. Is there any way to stay warm? Is there something that you go to? You know, if you are coming off the bench, do you start I moving just, around yeah, more? Yeah, they'll they'll let. You, I mean, sometimes it's like just spur of the moment. Like it's like get stretched. They sometimes they might tell you why we on defense. Like you gonna hit in this situation yeah. or so and so, and then sometimes it's just like grab a bat and go up there. So that I mean, obviously that that's the most difficult spot to be put into uh, as you've gotten further into your career do you feel like more comfortable in those situations or that's just not a spot where uh too many guys can ever feel you know that i comfortable? mean yeah i feel i feel more comfortable now if i'd have just told myself like they tell you to just get your swings off yeah like sometimes you'll have to go in there and take the first pitch but you still got two more swings to work with like just try to just, simplify. Just, yeah just get your just get your swings off like if you're up there worrying about it that's what my mom would tell me she would always tell me like you my son, so I know that you put more pressure on yourself than, like, if you feel like the coach putting pressure on yeah. you, then you automatically putting more pressure on yourself 
alone by yourself, and then like you adding the pressure that he got. Yeah, you just add. It's just to it. yeah. So just just go in there and get your swings off. We've had a lot of players in here over the last few weeks. They talk about the competition within this team day to day, whether it's on the mound. We've heard Coach Burroughs talk about how many good hitters you got. Do you feel like, or how much better does that make you as a player? Just knowing that you and you know that firsthand that you got to go out there and earn it day to day. Yes, it's still a competition to this day. I mean, like, like Brody just came back and we haven't really seen him play much, but lately he's been crushing the ball. Dalton Davis is crushing the ball. We got a lot of guys throughout the lineup just hitting the ball really good, and we can only play nine guys. Nine guys. Can, can you feed off of that as a hitter when y'all really get going offensively? When you, you know when it's your turn to get in the box, like all right, like yeah, we're kind of raking tonight. Especially like whenever we um like you always heard that like I've always heard it ever since I was younger. Hitting is contagious. So like you see the leadoff guy go up there, get a hit. Then the two number two goes up there, gets a hit. Like you kind of roll. Just, it. Yeah, it's just like all right, they seeing this guy, so like I'm gonna see him too. Yeah. I got you. All right, all right. All right, as you look ahead, season obviously starts in 10 days. Um, I've asked a couple of guys this. Are you a guy that you really pay close attention to the schedule, or are you able to kind of break it down day-to-day? Uh, you know, we'll face BYU when we get to BYU, or are you a guy that right now you're really chomping at the bit to get to that point? No, nah, I looked at the schedule the other day when we were at the banquet, and I was like, 55 games doesn't look like 55 games mm-hmm. from one of our first got here like 55 games that schedule looked long now 55 games doesn't look like a goes lot quick. so you, you gotta quick. you just yeah. gotta soak it in and just take it one game at a time well i mean we look as fans we look at ahead i'm like man that's gonna yeah, be awesome yeah, 55 games but then it's y'all like looking at arkansas Ole miss yeah, yeah y'all yeah, waiting on stuff like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> we like it all i mean it's that's the i would say that it's not so much the big game anymore and now it's like any game you can get tickets to well i think for me too it's like you think about next friday night against byu it's like like, yeah, we all want to win, but, like, I just can't wait for the electricity in the stadium when you guys run out for the oh, first yeah. time. Like, that, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, those types of things are, like, really sweet to kind of – those kind of moments. And I'm sure as a player you don't get to the opportunity to really soak those in as much. No, nah, we talk about that all the time. Like, we'll be sitting right there by third base and we'll be like, bro, look at all these people in here. Like, we got a lot of people. We got a lot of people in here. I like it. All right, Tabs, let's go ahead and take our final timeout. We come back, wrap up our interview with the Darius Myers. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. For over 100 years, our team has been dedicated to turning your dreams into reality. From starting a business to building a home or opening your first savings account, our promise is to make each interaction more exceptional than ever before. Experience Uncommon Banking today. Stop by one of our eight convenient locations or visit us online at www.ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. 
The snap of a football can only mean one thing. A cold snap's not far behind. And while the bleachers can get a bit chilly, your home doesn't have to. Now's the time to fill your propane tank with a call to O'Neill Gas. We'll keep your tanks full all season long so your family stays warm and comfortable. For a limited time, get a free pressure check with your first fill-up. So remember, when that whistle blows, we're your best defense against the cold. From our home to yours, O'Neill Gas. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Final segment of the show as we wrap up our interview with the Darius Myers, Louisiana Tech Diamond Dogs outfielder. Uh, were you always a left fielder growing up, or did you play center, right? I was a, um, I was like a third baseman okay. up until I was probably like my eighth grade year. I remember I start. I was playing second base one day, and then I made like a I made like a throwing error. I threw it into the dugout, and then they hit me another one, and I threw that one into the dugout too. And then the coach pulled me. <laughs> Dangerous. It was it was summer ball too. Like the coach pulled me, and I was sitting there probably for like an inning and a half. And then he was like, "You think you can play outfield?" And I was like, Why "Yeah, not? yeah, I, I guess." Yeah. And then he put me out there, and I've been in the outfield ever since. You like playing the outfield? Yes. Yeah, I mean the infield. I feel like the infield gets more like recognition like, yeah because you know they get more balls i feel like but yeah well, when feel, you catch that final out of the inning and then you get to jog in that's kind of yeah that's it pretty is sweet. yeah, yeah I like that. if you're a professional though you get to throw in the stand you don't <laughs> yeah. do that as much here uh lo- looking ahead to the season starting next friday night w- what are some of the things for you that you're most looking forward to um i like i'm looking forward to going to eat with the boys on the road and Those trips just, are you, like, yeah. you like road trips. Yeah, I like Most of the guys like road, like road trips, trips. Are they pretty over it? I feel like we just like road trips because, you know, like we're away, from, we're, away from, we're away from school. So, like, <laughs> I mean, you still got to do school work on the road, yeah. but, like, no class. Well, What's I mean, it's, I guess it's the weekend anyway. Kinesiology. I'm going to graduate this quarter. Oh, though, yeah. So, like, Doc Szymanski. Yeah. You like yeah. Doc? Ben loves yeah, Doc. Yeah, Doc, my boy. Doc's been, <laughs> Doc was the strength coach when I was here. Um, Doc's intense. He is. Hey, Five thirty in the morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh. Same person every day. I gotta ask you this: Have y'all ever had anyone show up late? Yep. Did the whole team have to run except for that guy? Yep. But we cut that out though. Like, <laughs> was that like a player like voted or the? No, you burned. cut it out as far as being late. Oh, no, nah, I mean we cut it out as far as being late too. But like <laughs> now, if you late, then just like don't even show up. Oh, okay. Like the coaches. He'll tell you. He just tell you to go home now yeah, instead of okay. home. And is, is, there any, is there any? But it, it was a couple times that we did have to run because that person was late, and then like <laughs> terrible, he was it? just sitting there watching us. It's terrible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, is so what's if it, I hated if he just so tells much. you to go home or don't come? Is is there you're following not, punishment? You going like burrows and make you like clean the stadium or something like that, and then like you don't you don't get the practice. So okay. there's repercussions. Yeah, okay. it's more than just not getting the lift, like. I mean, do, are you, I mean, you're hurting the team. Okay, so when there was that much, 
I became like Kramer from Seinfeld, where like I didn't even need an alarm, you know. Like when you're you that just worried wake about up every yeah. Day. Sometimes just, I wake up before my alarm, and then I'm like mad because I got like three more minutes that I could have got. <laughs> I know. I'm the yeah, same Yeah, but one, you'd yes. be more mad if you yeah, were late. For real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, you just get up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's so hilarious. good. I get such anxiety when there's stuff like that. I can't imagine. No, I do too. That's the best. That's got to be the most effective punishment in the world is making everybody run but you. <laughs> oh, that dude that's standing there. He has to feel some type of way. Oh, yeah. There ain't no doubt. And then, like, we running and we're just, like, looking at him. Like, yeah. Hey, you better be thinking of some way to make this up to it yeah. and make it real good. <laughs> uh, all right, I asked you this during the break. Who's your favorite pitcher on the team to face? Obviously, at, at this point in the year, I would imagine you're tired of facing your own guys over and over. But who, who do you like facing and who's the toughest at bat? Oh, I feel like Landon Tompkins is the toughest at bat for me, but I don't even want to talk about who yeah, I like can't, you can't. No, he can't, he can't, can't, can't get one. Away. I can't. No, because he's gonna get one. but I can't. I can't tell everybody though. Yeah. He's still got one he more. Can't, yeah. He can get one in the ribs from that guy. <laughs> uh, you feel like the uh, the what's the inner squad competition like? Is there a lot of smack talk? Is it a? Uh, no, nah, it, it's just it's not a lot of smack talk. Like when we running in from the outfield, you know, and one of the somebody else did something, you know, like good job, like nice yeah. swing or whatever. Yeah. It's not it's not a lot of smack talk. But like it'll be like some behind the scenes. But it's pretty competitive. Yeah, because like. Slaughter called me out talking about um, I don't steal bases or something like that. So, like, I'll be playing against Slaughter, and I'll be like, yeah, Slaughter. Like, if I, yeah, if I get on, I'm running. Like, you better you better do something. <laughs> that's, that's good, right? Hey, I like it. A little, little friendly competition. I, I got you. I got you. Well, we appreciate you coming in. It's been tremendous. We're obviously looking forward to you guys uh, starting up the season next Friday night. Oh, yeah. I appreciate y'all for having me. Uh, yeah, you're going to watch Super Bowl this weekend. Oh, yeah. Ooh, who you got? I got the Eagles. Ooh. I like Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts, too. But, I mean, I like Pat Mahomes, too. But I just feel like the Eagles got the more complete team right yeah. now. They got, I think you know, so they got Boston Scott, too. Yeah. yeah. Who's your NFL team? The Saints. Who that? Saints fan. Yeah. Ben used to be a Saints used to be a Saints fan. and now moved on. Yeah, he moved on to the Jags. So, uh, what's your favorite sport outside of baseball? Uh, I guess I'll have to say football. I like college football. I like I like NBA like towards the end. You know, whenever everybody playing hard, but yeah, yeah, I like I like football. Okay, okay. Ben, you got who you got winning this weekend? I'm gonna say the Eagles. I kind of want the I want Jalen Hurts to win. I just like his story so much. Yep. I want the Eagles to win, but I think the Chiefs will win. Do you? Yep. I like the 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 Travis Kelsey Jason Kelsey storyline is pretty cool, but they're gonna probably overdo it in the media. Oh yeah, my gosh. y'all saw where um it was like. Patrick Mahomes gonna win because he works State Farm or whatever, and it's in like State Farm Stadium. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's so, so like funny. That. Like that's that. so funny. <laughs> All right, been a fun show tonight. Uh, of course, final show of the season. Want to thank all our sponsors, title sponsor, uh, Louisiana National Bank. We couldn't do it year after year without you guys. Uh, for Darius Myers, for Beck Haynes, for our producer John Tabor on BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you.
Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Athletes, real ex-professional athletes, not oh, just an ex-college athlete and an ex-little leaguer. Oh, you are with a real, <laughs> real, two real pro athletes. So, so you do it holding it down, or, or a Hall of Fame, hey, or, or a guy who I'm in the Hall of Fame too. By the way, by the way, I'm Rob, in the Hall of Fame too. By the way, Rob Parker was one of those Little League World Series starting from like Chinese Taipei. He was 32. He was 32, <laughs> right. pretended to be an 11 year old. Yeah, that, that was a Rob Parker move. What's up, Jonas? Listen, Knox? I'm happy to be back. I don't get to see you guys hardly at all, and this. Was you know always a tradition. I loved hanging out with you guys. I was the odd couple side piece, and then I stopped getting called. I mean, yeah, I well, stopped you had getting a show. You got yeah, your own they, show. So now you know I wake up uh, really really late in the day, one a.m., and then come on and do the morning show, and we have fun, and you know we bust balls. It's, it's a, the similar vibe to where it's the needling, the teasing back and forth, and you know you get after it a little bit. It's yeah. fun though. Two right? pros and a cup of Joe, three to six a.m. Pacific, yes, six to nine a.m. Eastern. You yeah. got to check it out. Yep. They do, y'all. It is some. Y'all have fun. You have legitimate, informed discussions, but also a lot of fun. You got to have fun. Like there's, the problem is, too many people take themselves way too serious. Like and, Rob Parker. Oh, yeah. Me? Well, there's, I mean, there's definitely that. I mean, you know that. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm loose. I'm a loose cat. Yeah. It's, uh, I need a cold shower. Hold on a second. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell the story. What? Okay. What story? I gotta tell the story. All right. People need to understand what running into Rob Parker is like at the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna, I'm gonna peel back the curtain. That 99.9% of people have no idea about. So yesterday morning, we get done with the show at 7 o'clock local time here in Arizona. I go back to the hotel. Rob and everybody's staying at the same hotel. And I'm going down there to get, you know, see what they have, get a little breakfast or, you know, get a water or something like that. And I see Rob Parker and he asks the person behind the counter for a hot water. And I'm not, I'm not even thinking anything of it. Like, okay, he just wants the hot water. No problem. That's, you know, what it's his business. And then as we're talking, you know, he's telling me something about Kyrie or we're having some small talk. Rob reaches into the front pocket of his odd couple Nike shirt that was bought at Ross Dress for Less. And the patch was made at a mall kiosk, probably at the Scottsdale Fashion Square. Rob reaches into his front pocket and pulls out a tea bag. And I said, did you bring your own tea bag? He's like, I'm so cheap. <laughs> I'm not paying four dollars for for a cup of tea. I am. Here's the ridiculousness of it, though, Jonas. Jonas, I mean, he wears seven hundred dollar Balenciaga yes. sneakers. I don't get Louis it. Vuitton seats in his car. Stop. But you you bring tea bags yes. to. to Vacate on vacation. I have to. Balance, it doesn't make sense. I have to balance the budget. You know what I mean? Like if I'm spending. I, I hate to break it to you, <laughs> but that doesn't balance the budget. <laughs> no Some seven hundred dollar Jordans, to, Travis to, Scott Jordans, to trying to save four dollars. 